you, and when I defang the viper, trust me, ain't gonna come from nowhere. Jeff, I already put you out, I don't even know why you're out here right now. Keep on talking. Hey, 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 do me a favor, why don't you act like this is an AA meeting, and you shut your mouth while I'm sharing with the crew. And Mustafa, you out here, a boy among men. And I'm gonna tell you what, you got lucky at the Rumble, so I know you're gonna come out here and run your mouth about how bad you are. But let me give you a little bit of a reality check. You see, Mustafa, you said that my eyes don't lie. Well, your eyes don't lie either, because last week, they were closed real tight when I put your simple ass to sleep. And AJ, hey man, be honest with me. How's our old girl Wendy doing? Alright, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast. It's me, Hafiz, and with me as always is Devin. Devin, we're shaking things up a little bit, throwing in, finally, All Elite Wrestling. So how do you feel about that, man? Oh, man, dude, it is getting close. The Wednesday night, the Wednesday night wars are coming. The Wednesday night wars are coming. <laughs> <laughs> officially, officially, it's on the Wednesday Night Wars uh, news broke uh, just this week officially that that NXT was going to USA. Uh, going to be a two-hour show live on you. Well, yes. we don't know if it's going to be live. It no, it's live. It's Is live. it live? Okay. It's live. So live. Yeah, even, even more, Ronello uh, announced it tonight on NXT. They said it's oh, going to be live. Man. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so, not more. It was Nigel, actually. I was going to say, yeah. So, so um, yeah, it's going to be a two-hour show live yep. uh, starting September 8th. 18th is what they That's said. right. September yeah. 18th. Yep, yep. So looking forward to that. But um, yeah, so this recording here is going to be focused on AEW. Um, we've been doing SmackDown. We've been doing Raw. We've been doing NXT. But we're throwing in AEW because it's it's about that time. You know, it's, yes. it's, getting, it's getting serious. So we're going to spend a little time talking about uh, AEW, talking about some of the superstars there. And uh, one big topic for us is going to be who we believe is going to be the face or should be the face of mm. AEW. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, first thing, though, we kind of touched on it, you know, with uh, the Wednesday Night Wars. Um, so, again, officially, the Wednesday Night Wars are on. We're going to have AEW versus NXT on Wednesday nights. So, just real quick, uh, give us your thoughts on what you think about, you know, this being official and where you see this going, and specifically on AEW side, now that they have direct competition going in basically the, I'm, I'm assuming it'll be in the same time slot. I don't think they it said exactly the times. I, yeah, it's going to be that prime time slot. I don't think I would they're assume. Gonna, right. Exactly. I think they're going to be on the same time, but I'm excited just to be a wrestling fan, period, man. I'm excited for both brands. Uh, it's it's crazy how Vince respond accordingly, I guess, for him. Because all right, like, hey, I'm gonna try to get these fans from uh, AEW before they can do their premiere. So smart move on him, you know. Just you know, just him being a businessman like that. But I'm excited for AEW too, man. Because you know they said they're ready. I seen the tw- uh, you know the tweets. Jericho said, you know, he had a funny tweet. He said, "You're welcome." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That's how, that feels legit because it really does. this would not be happening without AEW for NXT. Yes. You yes. Know? And it, it's weird to, to think that because NXT had been killing it already. 
um, for, you know, since, since they had been, since they started really, like, and Triple H had really tried to make, you know, made that his baby. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's been a show that, I mean, we call it the gold standard, you know, yes. but it's coming from Mauro Ronaldo, like, you know, it's true. We believe it because when we see the, the product that they put out there, it's just the quality is, is there, you know, and it's the best thing going for WWE television for sure. And, you know, across the wrestling landscape, you know, no one has really been doing it like NXT. Right. So, man. um, you even know, on their pay-per-views is, give me a bad takeover just name me one yeah you can't you can't you know so it's amazing that it took this it took AEW even as great as they've been you know it took AEW coming out and and you know making trying to trying to be that competition well not even being that competition but just being out there and getting all this press to Mm -hmm. make you know Vince McMahon and the powers that be say well let's go ahead and counter that with NXT you know, so it's 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 very beneficial to to NXT and all those superstars there. Um, I'm excited for them, and we'll we'll talk more about that when we talk about the NXT side. Yeah. But from the AEW perspective, the way I look at it, the way I think they should look at it is like, eh, we ain't worried. Honestly, you know, we ain't worried. Like, it's great that there's competition. I think it's great for all of us. You know, yeah. in terms of competition, you know, sometimes makes you better, man. Yep. You know, I I, I thrive on competition. You know, they, it pushes you to a, another level. So why not, man? I welcome it. Yeah, yeah, and and again, from their perspective, I feel like AEW they they should just be not worried at all about the fact that NXT is there because the the whole thing is so NXT should be is going to be trying to take you know viewers away and and maybe you know affect the ratings of AEW, yeah. but from AEW you can't worry about that. You can't worry yeah. about that. You just have to go out and do your thing yep. and continue to present yourself as the alternative. And people will watch, you know, period, yeah, you know, yeah. and, you know, for them, they're, they're a new company. They've got a lot of new faces. So it's just about focusing on what they've got going on and doing it their own way. And I think they'll be fine. And I think there's enough, there's enough room at the table for everybody to eat, honestly. Oh, yeah, I think, I think so, man. If they yeah. stick to their lane, just stick to their guns, stick to their format, their formula, what's been working, they yes. got nothing to worry about. Yes. Agreed, and we'll and we'll see, you know, how this all plays out when both of them, you know, go head to head, you know, when like what the ratings look like and all yeah, of that. That's going to be you fun. Know, though. It'll be fun to to dissect that and yeah. go into what was what. And I'm excited about switching channels and like checking out oh, what's going man. on on both. Yeah, shows I, I think and, I'm just going to do it, just like man, just because I hate commercials. So yeah, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. So you know that that'll be interesting. That'll be fun. Um, now they did go ahead and put out uh, some of the lineups of, of matches that they're going to have for that first, actually the first five uh, AEW shows. So let me pull that up because I saw yeah, that man, today. Break that down, man. Yeah. So it was it was real interesting. Um, let me see. Okay, here. So the October premiere, they put up that they're going to have John Moxley live and in person on that first show. Mm-hmm. They're going to have the uh, Cody Rhodes is going to be going against Sammy Guevara. I think I'm saying. I hope I'm saying his last name right, Guevara. Um, and then the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega are going to go against Chris Jericho and two mystery partners. Ooh! So that'll be interesting. <laughs> um, also, uh, for the, fr- the they're going to crown the first ever AEW Women's Champion on oh, that show. That's good. That's so good. So that's how they're going to kick it off on the premiere. There's yeah, going to be yeah. some other I matches because like again, they've got they yeah. got a lot of time to fill. But that's just kind of a teaser of what they're going to do. They show some other previews for the next four shows after that, but just focusing on that first card. John Moxley showing up live. Cody Rhodes versus Sammy Guevara, a guy who I'm not really familiar with, but I'm interested Same to here. see what he's got to yeah. he's got brings to the table. It's, it's a lot of it's a lot of uh, talent that I'm not familiar with, but I can't wait to get to know him, though, man. 
Yeah, it's exciting. You know, yeah. whenever you have so, like NXT, I think that also makes NXT fun. You know, and so they have that that going for them as well. Like they have these new faces that we're going to yep. be seeing, and you know, seeing like, okay, what's this guy bringing to the table? You know, how's he going to mesh with Cody Rhodes? And seeing him get the rub from a guy like Cody Rhodes, who is pretty well established too, is going to be great for his career. Um, the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. Anytime they team up, man, it's like, all right, it's special. You know, it's yes. something special in the league. Right, and then Jericho and two mystery partners. I mean, that's going to be interesting to see mm-hmm. who he picks. Um, really excited about that. The first ever AEW Women's Championship. Uh, you know that that being revealed, and then that match happening in the first champion crown. I think is an awesome way to start things off. Um, I was hoping that they would do something like that. I think I mentioned the tag team champions. Maybe yeah, being yeah, crowned. we both mentioned that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. what what they're doing is they're they're in the coming weeks after that they're going to have the tag team titles tournament happening on the live oh. show. So that'll be going on the Who next love tournaments. Oh yeah, they're they're going the the young bucks. I mean, that's their baby, you know, the tag team division. So they're gonna. I think they they said, hey, we're gonna have the best damn tag division in wrestling. Period. I believe you it. Know, so I yeah, and they as much as they see that's that's a, a big thing for them that I think will really give them an edge over yep. WWE right now because they have so much love for that tag team division. They do. And tag team wrestling in general and yes. WWE by is like the polar opposite of that. You know, they have great talent that could could really they could have a great division but they just don't seem to care about it, it, tag they don't, team man. wrestling. Sometimes okay, they got the belts but then they be then they'll just be part of a storyline that benefits the other character like the leader of a faction and we'll talk about right. that on on raw later yeah. on in our in, in our raw <laughs> portion yeah so yeah so just wanted to highlight that i mean uh they've got again it's they kind of released some of the other uh cards that they're gonna have but i wanted to focus on the premiere because that that's how they're gonna kick it off and looking at it i thought okay i'm i'm i think they they're doing it right they're doing it right by the way they're starting us off um, I think the only thing that could maybe take it to the next level is depending on what happens at All Out. If they have a guy like CM Punk show up and he's oh, at that man. first show, that would be nuts. You know what I'm saying? Like to have him as a part of that first, you know, program that premiere episode right there. That that would be insane for them. Yeah. You know, so that would shock the ro- that would shock the wrestling community. Everybody be all over that, and then you'll definitely. You'll definitely have your view, viewers for for the debut of uh, AEW. Yes, yes, hundred percent, man. So we'll see. I think it'd be great. I mean, if it doesn't happen, it's not the end of the world. You know, they got a lot of talent. They got you know a lot of people. I'm going to be interested to see it regardless. So yep. it's just we're just basically saying like that would be on another level in terms of just like shaking things up across the wrestling landscape. So uh, now moving on to what I think is our feature topic right here. Um, the who should be the face of AEW question. So there are a lot of uh, talent. There's, they have a lot of talent on this roster. There's mm-hmm. a lot of names you could throw out. Um, you know, and I basically went through all of them just to kind of figure out, like, who if, if I were in charge of AEW, right, who would I make the face of AEW? I would um, love to hear your point of view on that one. Man, so, I, so there's so many guys, right? I mean, you've got you know, you, Chris Jericho and Adam Hangman Page are going into the to this uh, championship matchup to crown the first ever AEW champion. Yeah. So logically, you would say, okay, the person that, that wears that title, you know, is going to have some stake or some claim to 
maybe trying to be the face of the company, right? right. You got Cody Rhodes, who's basically like the the mascot almost right now of this. Like you see his face everywhere, so yeah, he's almost man. the de facto face of the company right now. And then you've That's got true. guys like you know Kenny Omega, you know who's out there, who you know in Japan he was killing it, you know in the indie scene he was killing it, and you know for me that's a guy that I I just you know I want to see, I want to see more of. I think for me, it really came down to to two names, and I will say the third name for me was Kenny Omega. That's someone that I was looking uh-huh. at like I, I could really see this guy being the face of the company, but I'm looking at the competition, the the competitive like we've been we go back and forth like. I don't think that that they should be worried so much about the WWE, but at the same time, there's like the the audience that you're trying to get right. Like yeah. you're on TNT, so yeah. you have to. That's reach. how I made my pick. I made it based off you know swerving the WWE universe. Yes. Yeah, so for me, the guy that should be the face of the company right now is none other than John Moxley. That's the guy that I have. Ah, okay. Um, Close second for me, you know, and maybe uh, 2A and 2B was uh, Kenny Omega and MJF. I think those two guys are the guys that I feel like are right there. But for me, it's John Moxley. Mm -hmm. And the reasons why basically is simple. I mean, him, the way that he entered um, AEW, you know, leaving WWE and just jumping into to AEW uh, the way he did at Double or Nothing, just the crowd reaction, it was just nuts. Like, people were hyped. It's yep. like the closest, like, okay, we talked about CM Punk and how big it could be, but we got to experience kind of like, you know, maybe something of that nature with John Moxley, with him showing up and shocking everybody, because no one really knew what was going to be going on. Like, is he is he leaving uh, WWE? Is it all at work just to kind of help build interest? No, yeah. he showed up in AEW the crowd went nuts he's a face that you know WWE fans know that you know they could easily have people who were fans of his before jump over to their fan base by featuring him like that um you know he's wrestling all over the world he's going to Japan um you know wrestling there he's what the US champion in IWGP right now right um, yeah so he's just all over the place and i think a guy like John Mox i mean he's great on the mic he's great in the ring he just does it all. Like that's the kind of guy I feel like you know really garners that face of the company type of type of uh, reputation. Um, so for me, especially just starting out like this, I think right now to capitalize on all the momentum that he has, um, it just makes sense to feature him as as the main guy. And I think the matchup that he's going to have with Kenny Omega is going to even further kind of cement that for me that, you know, this 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 should be it. Like those two guys, I think, are at the top. And, you know, for me, John Moxley would be the way to kind of say, hey, you know, WWE Universe, casual fans, you know, like this is this guy follow follow us. And he's the, he's our leader. He's the guy that we're going to use to kind of like propel and draw you guys in. So that that's my pick. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. Nothing wrong with that pick because it's John Moxley, you know, a.k.a. Dean Ambrose from WWE. But I'm going to go with it's, it's a name you already mentioned uh, when you said 2A, 2B. It would be MJF. Okay. Yeah. That I was dude, tempted. I was yeah, tempted. Yeah, yeah. I had to go with that because when I watch uh that first pay per view, all in, and I didn't know who he was, but when he came in he made an impact and I yes, wanted to know who he was when he interrupted Bret Hart and oh my God, when he said Oh my God, it's a fan. Get in the ring. Oh my God, watch out. I was like, what? <laughs> 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 who, who is this dude, man? Yeah, who yeah. is this guy? 
Yeah. And then uh, I think we talked more about about him later on. And you mentioned about his podcast episode with Chris Jericho. And yeah. I listened to that. I was just amazed by this man's talent. And he could wrestle too, man. Yeah, and, he's great in the ring. Yeah, yeah, he's great in the ring. His talking game reminds me of The Rock. Mm. That's 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 who he reminds me of, man. Somebody who's just charismatic, who just don't that's give a damn. That's high praise. Yeah, yeah, man. And somebody who just who has these quick rebuttals, and who who can do a promo off the top of his. He can do a freestyle promo. That's insane. If you do a freestyle promo, that just shows me what. Just show me how how good you are, just on on a promo, man. Or just you're so in. And uh, you so all into your character. And he he lives his character. You believe it, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know to, to our listeners, if you haven't heard of MJF, I'll say go and uh, listen to one of his interviews with uh, Chris Jericho. Uh, I would say go listen to Stone Cold Podcast. I, I don't believe it's on his on his on the podcast, but YouTube it and you'll find it. He is in character. I want to say ninety nine point eight percent of the time that he's in character. Uh, especially when Stone Cold. That was a hilarious, <laughs> hilarious interview, by the way. Definitely uh, check yes, that out. Yes, yes, yes. Even Stone Cold was giving him praise. He was apologizing to him at some at some points during the interview for offering some uh, poor man's food. You know? <laughs> oh, my God. You know, MJF says, I'm, I'm, like, I'm, I'm going to let it go this time. It, it was It was – just the man. back and forth between Stone Cold and how he's just enjoying it too, man. And I, then he I, pissed off Stone Cold at yes. the end. Stone Cold was trying to kick him out of his yes. house, and he was just oh not my God. backing down from he, Stone Cold yeah. at all. Yeah, was he like, was. What yeah, the hell didn't. is going on? Yeah, he didn't. He didn't. He's like, like you like he he, thre- he threatened to sue him. <laughs> he's like, if you touch me, I sue you. <laughs> Oh man, it was good. It was yeah, good to be able yeah. to do a promo, to cut a promo with Stone Cold Steve Austin, essentially on that podcast, yes. and to do it with Chris Jericho. I mean, that that just shows a lot about the, the kind of guy he is, the kind of talent that he has. So that's a great pick too. Yeah. The only reason why I didn't pick him, I would say, is I feel like he's he's a great up and coming star that you know you you. I still want him to want people to get to know him a little bit more before I trust that, you know, like just any uh, casual fan, let's say, will just immediately uh, like in terms of a draw. I think that he is a he's a he's has the potential to be a huge draw for sure. Yeah, there's just something about like he's just not quite established enough. For me to say, I'm going to make him the face of my franchise in the beginning. See, I thought about that, but I thought about the impact, though. Right. You know, yeah. when when yeah. he he left an instant impact, like he he just got you within the first ten seconds of. I think he can win people over immediately. That's why yes. it's tough for me, you know, to uh, okay. not put him there because mm-hmm. when I had the same reaction as as you, you know, at double or nothing. I mean, he murdered Adam Page. On the microphone, yes. it was it was <laughs> it was a joke, and I'm going to talk about Adam Page here in a little bit because I got some some things to say about him uh, here in a second. But um, yeah, MJF basically Adam Page had won the battle royal. They're getting ready to un- they unveiled the belt. Bret Hart calls out, you know, um, uh, M- uh, Adam Page or whatever to to show off the belt that he's going to be fighting for against Chris Jericho, and here comes MJF. And he's just nonstop on the microphone, and Adam Page couldn't even get a word in. To me, that was the night for me that MJF solidified himself as being 
better than everyone and better yeah. clearly than Adam Page, in my opinion. Even Bret Hart was enjoying it. He cracked a little smile when he yeah. cracked when he did that little joke about the fan coming in. Even man. even Bret had to laugh at that, man. Man. It's, like it's, I, I I felt bad actually for Adam Page in that situation because I feel like you know, they're trying to push him as like a potential face for the company. And then that happened and I'm like, oh no, it's over. You know, it's, done. <laughs> it's, it's kinda like so um a friend of mine at, at work was tell well, we were talking about uh The Rock and Billy Gunn. Yeah. And how uh The Rock kind of basically finished off Billy Gunn's uh push. Because there was a time where Billy Gunn looked like he was, you know, maybe getting ready to get into that main event scene. You know, like he was having singles matches. He wasn't with Road Dogg anymore. He was doing his own thing. Yeah. And then he had a SummerSlam matchup with uh, with The Rock upcoming. And The Rock was just relentless. Like, it was, it was not even fair. It, it was... Rock basically cutting these promos to make Billy just look silly. And I didn't mean that for to rhyme. I'm sorry, but it just came out that way. Um, he was just like, you know, talking about, oh gosh, I can't even remember the full promos. Just YouTube it. Check out, you know, Ro- the Rock, you know, promos on Billy Gunn and you'll see it. There were little things like, um, you know, but, but my name's Billy, you know, and like doing things like that, making <laughs> oh, Billy yeah. sound like a little child. And yeah. then The Rock would be like, it doesn't matter what your name is. Like that whole thing was like getting to its height, you know. And so he was using that to basically crush Billy in these promos. And I don't know if he meant to try to like bury Billy or whatever, but, but that's Billy just had really who The no Rock response. is, man. Exactly. When he's, he's like, just, when he's on fire, he's on fire. And that's who MJF yes. reminds me of, man. Like, when when he just did even on the Chris uh, Jericho podcast, podcast when he introduced himself he just did a promo off the fly and they even impressed Chris Jericho it's like wow you just I can't believe it you just did a a, a promo right there just on the fly that's that's amazing I'm like yeah. man it's, it's just man this is a test to that man's talent yeah, absolutely absolutely I think Jer- I think the podcast they even named it the hour long yeah promo one hour by, promo by, one by hour promo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, essentially, that's what it felt like, man. Like, yeah. he was just on. Like, he was in character the whole time, man. It was he great. Was. So, yeah, I, I'm not mad at that pick. I was tempted to make that pick myself. I thought you, know, you would, but okay. You went with John. Okay. I, I, I understand. I, I, mean, I can't even yeah. go against that pick, though. I understand. I think either and, either guy, you know, I could see it, that working out. I think both of them are smart picks, to be honest yeah. with you. And honestly, I probably would have went with John Moxley if I never heard about MJF. If I'd never that's seen fair. Double that's or fair. Nothing, I probably just went with John Moxley. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. And and again, there's other picks that you could make too. I mean, yeah. Kenny Omega, you know, like that's a that's guy true. that before all of this, before I had seen Double or Nothing, you know, just knowing Kenny from from New Japan, I would have said Kenny Omega, you know, because he was the hottest free agent or the hottest guy, the the uh, star that everybody was talking about. Maybe yeah. he's going to WWE. Maybe he's going here, or there. Maybe he'll appear at the Royal Rumble. We don't know. Exactly, like, yeah, it was a whole exactly. bunch of rumors going on. So, you know, that that would be a great pick, too, man. Like, he's got all the tools. He's great on the mic. He's great yeah. in the ring. Like, you know, he's got it all. So, um, yeah, there's so many. And and even, you know, the surprise one, too. Like, if CM Punk were to show up, like, that would flip everything. I mean. Yeah, I'm like, man, you to, just need it right. You know, you <laughs> would have happens. to put him as the face of that. Happens. You would. Like, it's, it's a wrap You, you would have point. to every, because even UF, you know, UFC fans know about him now. Yeah, you know, not no, in a good way. But that I was gonna say, <laughs> actually, so I actually recently watched uh, one of his fights in U- UFC. Which one? Which one? The oh, first one man. against Mickey. Um, yeah, it was against Mickey. Oh yeah, my Mickey. god, Mickey Gall. Yeah, yeah, yeah we got destroyed. destroyed him. He got destroyed. Actually, you know what? I think I saw both of them because then I saw the the second one too, and that guy was like, he was like playing with them. 
Like it was and terrible. And, and, the, and the problem is that dude sucked. He sucked. Well, both of them aren't really that. Mickey right. Gall is a little bit more respected. No, no, I'm talking about other... yeah, Mickey Gall. Yeah, he's a beast. But when CM Punk second fight in UFC, that dude was garbage, and he still yeah. lost. And he was playing with CM Punk. Yeah, like, literally, like you know, just kind of sitting on top of him, and just like CM Punk couldn't do nothing. He was just like waiting, and he would have his hand up, just waiting to punch him while he's on the ground. It was, it was. It was sad. Like I yeah. felt, I felt bad looking at CM Punk just getting destroyed like that. But in a way, too, I'm just like, well, you know, I mean, not everybody is built for for UFC, man. Like you were great in the WWE, that's awesome. But this year, <laughs> this is this is a little different, you know. Like they, they, then no one's pulling their punches, you know. It's just it's just what it is. So, oh, um, yeah, and, and like Brock makes it, you know, he's another, he's he's on another level, you know. what I'm saying he's something yeah. else. So yeah, just it's not the right thing for CM Punk. He needs nah. to go ahead and stop that and go to EW and call it a day. Yeah, man. Just just come back to wrestling, man. I know you know WWE turned you off, you know, but come on, man. Just, yeah, just 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 UFC just needs he just needs to be done with it. Yeah, because it's not your cup of tea. No, 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 not at all. All right. So the last thing I want to talk about when it comes to AEW is um, a potential mistake that I think that AEW might have made. Um, already. Um, I'm throwing this out here. Now I'm playing maybe a little bit of devil's advocate, but I'm just going to go ahead and ask this question. If if AEW has already made a mistake. So I purposely asked the question about who should be the face of AEW. And I was waiting to see if, if you or if I were going to bring up the names of Chris Jericho and Adam Page. And the reason why I said, did, have they maybe made a mistake is the championship is going on the waist of either Chris Jericho or Adam Page, and one of the two of these guys are going to be the first champion. But to me, I think that belt kind of signifies, or should signify, especially in the beginning, who is going to lead your company, who is going to be the face of the company, yeah. right? So the championship match in this situation is with two guys. With Chris Jericho, I have so much respect for Chris yep. Jericho. So I don't think this is really on his side. I feel like him being in that championship match makes a ton of sense because, you know, he's just he's awesome. He's Chris yeah. Jericho. Adam Page, though, I feel like he's not there. Like, I've seen some of his stuff. I was actually watching some more of his stuff today just to kind of, like, see, like, is, am I missing something about Adam Page? Like, is there something that he's done that I just I didn't see to really say, okay, this is why they're pushing him the way he is? And I'm just having a hard time, you know, seeing it. I'm not saying Adam Page is a bad wrestler. I'm not saying Adam Page isn't a guy that eventually will could be a superstar because I see the athleticism. You know, he's got the build. He's got yeah. a great look. He does. You know, he's got the, uh, the cowboy thing. You know, I like all that, but I feel like we we just went through a litany of guys that I would put ahead of him yeah. in, in terms of who I would say should be that first champion or the face of the company. You know, and for Chris Jericho to go against a Kenny Omega, a John Moxley, um, an MG, MJF, you know, for that first championship, to crown that first champion, I feel like would have been a much better yeah. uh, first matchup for the championship, for their first, crowning their first ever champion. So to me, you know, I feel like, in a way, I feel like it, they, they've kind of had a little bit of a misstep with this first matchup because I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not really that excited about this match short of the fact that, OK, I'm going to see Chris Jericho because I'm a, I'm a Jericho fan. But the matchup itself doesn't really have me in, engaged. You know, Jericho is You're trying not the to only one, my friend. You know what I'm saying? Like, OK, well, so you talk about it. How are you feeling? So it's. I don't, I don't, I don't really, you know, it's cool, but yeah, I agree with you, man. It should be somebody else. John Moxley. It should be John Moxley in there. I'm just going to say it in that, in that championship match. 
You know what I'm saying? Because you can't go either either you can't you can't go either wrong with Chris Jericho or John Moxley being the face. Yep. So like either if Chris Jericho wins the belt, cool. Everybody knows him all 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 yep. across promotions. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So even the casual fan knows about Chris Jericho because he's been wrestling for over 20 years. Yep. So you can't go wrong with that. Adam Page, huh? Hardcore wrestling fans would know about him. Yeah, that's gonna be a tough sale for casual fans to you know to buy in. Yeah, on TNT to say yeah, Adam man. Page, okay, I'm gonna tune in to watch him as champion. Like I, I just I don't I don't know I don't see it I don't see it yet. I feel like he's he build him up. You know, he's kind of mid card level talent, right? That you can like in WWE. You, this would be a guy you give the Intercontinental Championship to, yes. or the US Championship yes. to. You know, I could see That's that. A good point. But the heavyweight championship and your first, your inaugural champion, and you're starting out and. Uh, that's tough, man. Yeah. Like to me, Jer- it's like Jericho has to win, you know, in a way because if Jericho wins, all right, you, the casual fans, everyone that's gonna be watching on TNT, they'll be able to gra- gravitate towards Jericho, and I can see that. But this matchup, the all-out matchup, you know, I'm just not really that excited about it, and really, I just be- think because Adam Page just isn't ready, you know, and it's not a knock on him personally to say like he just okay, don't, personally don't he just he- don't do anything for me. Yeah, he's he's just not there. He's yeah. just not there. And again, when MJF cut that promo with with Adam Page and Bret Hart in the ring, I was shocked that Adam Page didn't say anything. Like he he, he he couldn't. MJF just <laughs> did not let him say anything. He, he destroyed just killed him. Man. He destroyed him absolutely. So yeah, I just had to throw that out there, man. Like I'm rooting for AEW. I think that you know there's this great potential with this company. Oh yeah. Um, I just feel like that right there. I feel like that was a little bit of a misstep in my opinion um, by having Adam Page be in that inaugural championship matchup against Chris Jericho. John Moxley definitely. Maybe you can make the argument. Well, they didn't have the deal done, and they were already had the, everything in motion to basically you know do this this championship matchup. And Kenny Omega. But, Exactly. Kenny That's Omega. where I'm at with it. Yep. Kenny Omega. <laughs> just, just come on, man. Like, Kenny Omega, it's right there. Alpha versus right. Omega to, you know, save that for that. Because they did it at double or nothing. But you, they could have saved that for all out for the championship. Yeah, for the belt. Yeah, hell yeah, yes. man. In Chicago? Yes. Yes, that would have been insane. That would have been insane. So, yeah, that's that's just where I'm at with that. All right, we're in agreement. I thought maybe, you know, there would be. Like no, there's no, there's no debate there, right there. Cool, there's there's cool. nothing. No. I, I Yeah, I, I totally agree with you on on that. Sounds good. All right. Well, any last thoughts on AEW before we call it a, an episode on that? I'm just so excited for Wednesday Night Wars, man, and see what AEW is going to bring to the table on their uh, on their debut. Yeah, same here, man. It's going to be fun, you know, flipping through channels, flipping back and forth from, you know, NXT to AEW. I'm excited to kind of play that game and see if AEW is going to be able to, like, who's going to win my attention there. Um, I think that'll be fun. I think the wrestling fans win in this situation. Um, AEW specifically, I'm real excited about that inaugural show. Yeah. Um, Just seeing, like, just how they come out of the gate swinging um, to really capture the fans' attention and imagination. And, uh, yeah, man, let's go. I'm ready for it. I'm ready. And I'm ready to talk about them a lot more, too, and just kind of discuss it. And we're going to be going through um, in the coming weeks, like, our top five wrestlers uh, in, in AEW, top five tag teams, the women's division, all yeah. that. We're going to be breaking all that Power down. Power rankings. As we, yep. Yep. Power rankings for AEW as we lead into the premiere. So look out for that. But for now, that's going to do it. So, again, I am a feast. This was Devin. As always, we will catch you guys next time. Peace. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast.